Yo, we live in difficult times. There's war, political unrest, the pandemic, poverty, families being torn, communities ripped by gun violence and people dying every day. Police, injustice, it's all bringing so much pain. But y'all, we can look inside our minds and we can understand who we are, become better, and do this thing like we've never done it before. But it all starts with our mental health and I know we can do it. I believe in you because I believe in me and I believe in us. Hello, my name is Gerald McGee, clinical social worker and therapist here at Everyday People Individual and Family Counseling Center. And today we're going to continue our discussion on grief. I have with me again, Delilah Grabe, licensed professional counselor. And today we're going to be talking about anger and bargaining, which is a very key part of the grief process. So how you doing today, Delilah? Great. Beautiful. You doing Thanks beautiful? Thanks for inviting me. Yes. I, I Look, I am glad. Always. That, I'm glad to have you here as we continue this important discussion because grief is such an important part of our life and it will it impact is. everybody. Absolutely. So as we get into this discussion, what is your thoughts about anger? Anger is, it's a natural emotion. However, it depends on where uh, emotionally, but physically and visually the way it goes or how it affects you as a person. Uh, anger is, if it's not channeled right, it cannot produce anything that's positive. So basically doing the grief process, anger is usually one of the first steps. Mm. And it's also related to shock, mm. which means even if a person is terminally ill, you're still in shock. Mm. Or they'll say, oh, well, maybe you got three or four or five weeks to live still in shock. Mm. So when the anger comes, it's like, why did you leave me? What am I going to do? I don't even know how to do my checks, you know, and we were in an argument mm. and we never finished the argument. So the whole thing around anger has a lot to do with how we're going to handle the situation and how it's going to affect us. But you can be angry for, for a long time, like over a year, depending mm. You know, if you have not worked it through or seen a therapist like Gerald, this is who you need to come and see. And those are the kinds of things that you really want to start looking at. And I always say, if simple, I said it in the last grief session, if you look at the word anger and put a D in front of it, mm -hmm. it becomes danger. Mm. And that's why you really need to gift yourself, gift yourself, G-I-F-T, and give yourself G-I-V-E, permission to work it through. You know what? That's so important. We need to work our anger through. And I think, you know, when I first started learning about anger and learning about anger management. Yeah, there you go. I realized that anger was a secondary emotion. Mm -hmm. That there was this <laughs> underpinning emotions and thoughts that was not being addressed. And as a result, later on, boom. Mm -hmm. this anger comes out and as long as it's just anger and doesn't become aggression that on some level that we're okay. I think when it comes particularly to grief, I think people struggle with anger because it leads to a lot of questioning. You know, did the doctor get something wrong? Mm -hmm. 
did this person Good not point. take care of themselves? Did um did I do something wrong? Was I not there for this person? You know, I remember having a family member who passed away and asking myself what what went on, what was going on with her, and why didn't she seek treatment? And it uh, it, it, it frustrated me and it hurt the uh hurt, it hurt the family because she didn't seek treatment and that made us feel anger because why didn't she she knew she had this condition she had cancer but she decided not to go for for the treatment right. granted she had 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 it before and right. she just didn't want to go through it again okay and so we we felt some type of anger about it so and i remember hearing a story about a man who was was up in age who wanted him and his wife to have um, have a, a good life. So it was important for them to go out and take walks and, and take care of each other. And one particular day, she didn't feel like going out and walking. He pushed her and she was like, okay, we went out. We, uh, we went out on the walk. They went out on the walk. And while they were walking, she got hit. Oh, wow. Yes. And so he, see, he sees her laying on the ground and they go to the hospital he get treated for a few bruises, but after an hour of her being in the surgery, the doctor comes out and tells him, I'm sorry. There was nothing we can do to save her. Mm. The That's anger true. he felt about pushing her. Yeah. You believe me, he would be in that spot for a very long time at an emotional and psychological level. The Course in Miracles says we are never not never, but we are not usually upset for the reasons we think. And so mm -hmm. a lot of times people, they have unfinished business, you know, especially if someone dies and you, you know, you have some relationship, it's going to depend on what the relationship is, you know, and how meaningful that person is to you. But sometimes during the grief process, we stay upset because we feel everything about the person has abandoned us or left mm. us in some way. But the reality is all that energy is put on that particular person and it doesn't necessarily mean that's where the, all the anger should be. Mm. It's in other other channels of our life, right, other avenues right. of our life, right, other right. positions of our life. Right, so you're saying we might feel grief and we might have anger as a result of the loss, right. but it, also, it may also trigger other things in that experience that might increase our level of anger there and frustration. And, and so well we're not said. just, we're not just dealing with the, the grief loss, but we're dealing with the other things, other issues that we didn't address. Exactly. Like maybe this person having a terminal illness and not communicating that and having a relationship where you didn't communicate about sensitive things exactly. anyway. So now this just reinforces this mm -hmm. lack of communication that occurred in your relationship. And so now you angry about that too. Oh yeah. Yeah. It could be even with like, uh, financially people talk about it when someone's deceased, you know, in terms of unpaid bills and they were supposed to do this. Even this week I talked to someone and uh, I, in fact, I, you know, when I talked with her, she mm -hmm. said the thing that affected her the most is that her husband never co actually committed. They were married for 10 years, have three children. He never committed to his word, mm. like paying the bills and, and uh, you know, taking the children to the doctor or the dentist. So mm. there's always issues around the anger. And we don't actually always 
consecutively or in sequence rather go through the stages one two three four five right right you know but shock and anger are always a part of it right and so and, and speaking to what you're saying so when someone is trying to address their anger they may want to initially explore so uh, let me say this it's natural for someone to feel angry anger it is. when they're going through grief. It is. And so they'll have those questions about why things happen, why the person didn't tr- seek treatment, why they uh, didn't tell us what was going on, mm-hmm. or why the doctors did or did not do this, or why didn't I do a certain thing? Why didn't I understand what their needs yes. were? You know, so we'll be angry about all these things, and it's natural. But it's also important for us to begin to process and explore at some point in time maybe those other things that might be influencing the grief. But we don't have to do it all at once because that might be too much. Yeah, overwhelming. Yeah, it might be overwhelming, but it's important that that we we do it. Um, Would you say it's fair to make sure that we explore with people and help people understand that it is natural to feel anger when you are grieving? Absolutely. Yeah, because if you have a partnership, you don't even have to be married. It could be a best friend. Let me tell you how grief works. If you turn on the media, we are most people on the planet right now mm-hmm. are in some form of grief with all the things that are happening just politically. I'm not going to even bring that piece up. But also, as a social worker said to me once when she took my class on death, dying, and laws, mm-hmm. she said that she felt better because when she was transferred from the from the first floor to the third floor, every day at lunch, she had to go back down to the first floor, and she always felt like she felt like crying. Mm. But she didn't know that that was a part of the grief or bereavement process because the bereavement is where the sadness comes in. Mm. And you have these actions of, oh, wow, I feel stuck. I don't know what I'm going to do. But now she understands that that's a part of the grief process anything we change in life from a job to a relationship if we break something if we lose something that's all grief i lost my wallet mm-hmm. uh you know if someone says that and they're in some type of grief right right it's interesting and so they have to just mean death right right and so in, in understanding that we find ourselves having anger we should embrace it as part of the process yeah not and and if it becomes danger mm-hmm. we need to definitely seek help yeah because i don't want to um i remember one time in early in my life i i sought therapy and when i expressed anger the therapist told me i shouldn't express any anger in here and i thought like what yeah um <laughs> because i think in our culture sometimes we look at anger as being this negative negative thing but Anger can motivate us. It can inspire us. It can help us get through difficult times. Mm -hmm. It can be like rocket fuel to a rocket. Wake up call. Wake up call. It wakes us up. So it's natural to feel it. But if it ever becomes danger, then we need to make sure that we get the help and support that we need to address it so we don't want to hurt ourselves and don't hurt other people. Yeah, self-inflicted. And moving the conversation forward, let's talk about bargaining. What? And what bargaining is? Well, bargaining is usually a part of each person's emotions and psychological peace. 
Mm-hmm. Bargaining is just as it says, real simple. I shoulda, I woulda, I coulda. <laughs> you know, all these things that you felt that you should have done that you didn't do. And then, you know, and bargaining is, is it puts guilt on you. Right. Sometimes it puts guilt on you. Like, you know, that was not the thing that he wanted me to do or she wanted me to do. And I wasn't doing it anyway. So, you know, but it puts a lot of guilt on you. Yeah, so we, and unresolved issues. Yeah, yeah, so the question of why, mm-hmm. the question of why, 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 if, or if, if I would have done this, yes, exactly. or if I would have done that, if I would have been listening that day a little bit better. Mm-hmm. When I was talking about that family friend, I remember her saying one time she wanted to go to uh, New York. Didn't say why and at, at the time, but wanted to travel there. And just just bargained and said, what if I would have heard that or mm-hmm. uh, understood what that was really all about and why didn't I? Why didn't I encourage this person to eat better or stop yes. smoking? Why didn't I encourage them to stay home that night? Or, you know, I heard somebody tell me not so long ago if I would have made my child stay in the house versus going outside. So we'll start going through all these questions yes, and asking exactly. ourselves, why didn't we do this and why didn't we Blame. do that? And so... As we move through this, the bargaining is really more about saying the what if and then trying to negotiate what we could do different mm-hmm. to make things different. So the man, when his wife was in surgery, saying, well, if if my wife gets through this process, I will never force her to go out and take uh-huh. a walk when she doesn't want to. You know, if you just get me through this crazy situation... I'll do different. We'll start praying for that. We'll start praying for that. We're hoping that our lost loved one, we will wake up. And when we wake up, that whatever we thought happened would have been changed back to some normal life and experience. Say that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think bargaining is we're trying to negotiate a different reality. Yeah. And that negotiation, which is, can really be quite laborious. Mm-hmm. It's because it's internal. We're questioning everything we should have done, you know, and that that could be very um, healing, you know, in terms of just processing it with someone or especially a therapist. Right. You know. You know what? Speaking of this, and and I, I know this is about a sensitive thing that I'm about to say here about this, but I remember talking to someone and they were talking about uh, the loss of their son who had severe asthma. And they said they was angry with God. And they went on to say that when my son was was alive and was having problems with the asthma, they were bargaining then because they would say, I was trying to do all these things to make sure that my child would be okay. I was I was in church. I was trying to do everything I could do to be a good person. But this reality still fell upon me and my family. And now I'm I'm. Not just angry, but I, I'm mad at God because mm-hmm. God allowed this to happen to me despite all the good things that I did. I was a teacher. I was a, a good mom. I, I went to church, I, I went every, to church Sunday. every Sunday. I tried to be good to people, but Absolutely. this bad thing happened to my child. And everything I tried to bargain in order to create a different reality, yes. it still ended up in this place. Mm-hmm. It still ended up here. And I think about that, you know, and, and so people bargain yes. in the process before exactly. there's a death they and then they bargain after it happens. Yes. The bargaining is a big piece. 
Yes. It's a big piece on it. So, you know, it's just a matter of being able to work or process it with someone to get through it again. Another piece to get through. Yeah, it's another piece to get through. So we have to we have to be okay with allowing ourselves to bargain. Yeah. And, and work through our feelings and emotions around the bargaining so we can come to terms with what things are in front of us. Yes. And I think when we do that, it may unfortunately lead us to feeling depressed. And we're going to talk about that in our next episode. I want y'all to stay tuned. We're going to come back at you again. We're going to be talking about depression. And if you liked what we was discussing, please go down to the drop down box, leave your comments and questions. Don't forget to like us and subscribe. Thank you and have a wonderful day.